Greetings and welcome to Shnaim Mikra, the podcast series developed and uh, sponsored by the Orthodox Union, hosted at OU.org, which we investigate in each podcast one of the aliyot of the current week's parasha. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We are studying Parashat Achrimot, and tonight in this podcast <coughs> we are concluding the first section of Parashat Achrimot, which is in the common division Chapter 16, Perak Tetzayin, uh, beginning at Pasuk Chafei uh, is the third Aliyah, which we're going to now study, and it is the conclusion of a description of the Avodat Kaparat Mikdash, which we will, fi- as we will find out in this particular um, Aliyah, is uh, takes place one time a year. Pasuk Chafei, So after Aaron has done all of the Avodah inside, <coughs> in his special clothes. He's come out and done the Avodah in his regular clothes of the Ayel. And then the Chela B'chatat, he burns on the Mizbeach. What happened to the one, to the one who took the, uh, to the, uh, Sa'ir out Lazazel? We hear something, it's ancillary, which is the fellow who took the Sa'ir out himself has Tum'at. Very much akin to those who are involved with paraduma. What do you do with the with the body of the par that was shechted and its dam came inside, and the sirachatat that came inside? The answer is you have to take them all the way out of the machane, meaning in our terms outside of Yishalayim. You have to burn their pelt, you have to burn their flesh, you have to burn their dung, you have to burn everything. Because what's the general rule? Any time the dam goes inside the mikdash, the animal is not burned on the mizbeach, it's not eaten by anybody, it's taken out and burnt outside. And now, the one who burns them outside also has to go through tahara. So both his garments and his body, like the Zazel have to go through Taharav, and then he can come into the camp. Meaning he has Tumat Erev. And notice that just like Paraduma, anybody involved with any animal that goes outside of the precincts has a Tumat. Now, everything up to this point, up to Pasuk Chavchet, indicated that uh, this was some, this the entire procedure that we're reading was a procedure that theoretically Aaron could never do. On the other hand, Aaron could do as often as he likes uh, if he wants to come into the Mikdash. Simply, if you want to come into the Kodesh Kodoshim, you have to do this uh, this particular procedure. And now we find out it's not so, that's not like that. This shall be an eternal law. In the seventh month. On the tenth of that month. And now, what are we told? You must afflict yourselves. Afflict your bodies, which of course we know refers to abstinence from food, from drink, etc. Plus, don't do any malacha. Whether you're a citizen or a stranger living among you, everybody must cease from malacha and also must afflict themselves. Why? On this day, God is going to mechaper, which means both to atone but also to protect. That's why the cover of the Aron is a kaporet. That's why the pitch used in the Tevat Noach was kofer. 
God is going to b'machaper and metaher. If you're interested, read the first entry in uh, in Peli's work on the Rav's take on tshuva, ala tshuva. It was in Kaparanta Hara. God will will cleanse you from all of your sins, lifnei Hashem, and that and you will be cleansed. <coughs> and as a result of that, you have to, as it were, meet him halfway by abstaining from all of these things, from abstaining from malacha, abstaining from physical pleasures, and uh, that's how you, on the outside, are participating, as it were, in this process which is happening in the mikdash. Shabbat Shabbaton Hilachem. It is the day of Shabbat. So it's a different kind of Shabbat. So the Kohen, who takes over, meaning who is anointed, and takes over for his father, will be Mechaper, meaning it's not just Aharon. He's the one who will wear these special linen garments that are only worn at this event. He will atone for the Mikdash. As we've already seen, for the, the Mishkan, for the Mizbeach. And he will be atoned for the Kohanim, which is, gives us the second Vidui. And for everybody. So this will be an everlasting law. With it one time a year you do this. And now we find that Aaron did exactly what Hashem commanded Moshe. Which may mean that Aaron ceased going in without this procedure, or it may be that Aaron actually went in on the 10th at some point after hearing this command. However, this does not fully um, negate the possibility that if Aaron chooses to go in at some other time, as long as he does his procedure, he can do so and not be afraid of dying. The text does not say that he can't do it any other time. It just says that he must do it at least once a year on that date to be metaher and be mechaper al hamishkan. However, if part of this process it depends on the whole nation fasting, etc., then indeed it really is not up to him to do. So that's a question really in Parshanut. How to look at this? Is it saying that there are two separate things going on? One is Aaron's desire to go in. And that's acceptable desire, but it needs to be accompanied by things that he himself does, the korbanot. Secondly, there is an obligation to do this procedure with the participation and cooperation of the nation one time a year on that particular date. Or are we saying that the only way to do this procedure is fully with the cooperation of the nation, which means that it really can only be done that one time a year, which of course practically is exactly how it played out. Either way, uh, we have completed the first uh, third, really, of the Parsha. Uh, we have completed the uh, first section of Parsha Nachrimot, which, as I mentioned in the opening podcast, really it concludes the first section of Parsha Vayikra, which is about Kedushat HaMikdash. Beginning in the next Aliyah, we will see the bridge to the next section, which is Kedushat HaMachaneh, the sanctity of the camp, when the Torah presents behavior that we have to exhibit outside of the Mikdash, and that will then expand to Kedushat HaMachaneh with the Parshav Arayot in the last parak. Everybody have a wonderful day. We'll see you in the next podcast, where we take a look at the fourth Aliyah of Parshat HaMachaneh.